0: Okay. Uh, my name is Fumi Abe, and my memories are emo and a little
1: bit racist. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: the best one by far.
1: Man, we are here as another episode of Callbacks with your favorite friends. We're not going to talk about race up top.
2: I'm Sam Salem.
1: I'm Danny Sellers. How you doing, brother? You doing all
2: right? Oh, just another week of teaching them kids.
1: Ooh, F them kids. I'm trying also not to cuss. Up top of the episode, too, want us to monetize we're just, efficiently and effectively.
2: We're clean. We're clean boys. <laughs> that's a nasty saying. But, yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: Definitely. Uh, this is the Mormon. Callbacks is a Mormon podcast sponsored by the Church of Scientology. This is, I you, am,
2: I'm trying to make this money. I'm trying to be clean. And it just brings in the Church of Scientology. I am And Pastor, that's not the same as Mormonism. You're just offending two groups of people yeah, right uh,
1: now. I'm Pastor Dan. <laughs> we are here with Deacon Samuel.
2: Deacon Samuel kind of goes crazy. All right,
1: I'm sorry. Uh, we'll, we'll, so, uh, before we get into our, our guest today, how you been? How's life been? I have some, I think every episode I'm going to come into the, the pod with some like, isms, some things that have been going on with my life. So so that when I do get into jokes and being ridiculous in the podcast, people know that I come, I'm coming from a good place. Right. But I'll let you go ahead. I know you have some, some shit on your chest.
2: Um, kind of nasty. <laughs> so. No, I'm just happy to. You know, this is a, this was a week in school where we where we survived. Sometimes you just get desensitized to things happening. Like I was like, "All right, another yeah. another pack of fifteen year olds are all trying to slap box each other in the corner." <laughs> you know, and you're you, just like, "Hey guys, come on, don't do that." Do
1: you ever have to substitute uh, like gym?
2: Like yeah, that's the work, dude. Uh, PE. There's some teachers that would be like, "It's not gym. Gym is where you go to work out." There's some. It's physical oh. education. There's some people get heated about that. Um, PE is the worst because uh-huh. that's like the biggest space and kids know that like oh it's a sub so then they just like you're out in a field and they just take oh, off yeah, yeah. and you're trying to it's like herding cats it's that's it's dope. crazy but one time subbing PE this kid was he bet me ten dollars that I couldn't beat him in basketball <laughs> and I wasn't ever gonna take the money but I was like okay like just dominate check up bro he literally is my ball to start he checks the ball I took. Two dribbles went by him, went up and dunked on him, and he just walked off the court and didn't come back. I'm different. <laughs> I'm
1: different.
2: Yeah, and that's one of those things where it's like, <laughs> I'm in my head, I'm like, that was so Legitimately
1: sick. ducking on a kid.
2: Yeah, and I was like, that was so sick. But then I look around and everyone's like, why are you bullying these children? You're a 30-year-old man. Like, chill out. I'm like, I don't know, sometimes.
1: It's ISO, calling ISO down the block. Like,
2: <laughs> Yeah. Mouse
1: in the house. Mouse in the house.
2: I can handle kids calling me like, Logic or Chucky or Skinny Carl Weezer
1: but I <laughs> was I saw that today you posted that and I legitimately laughed
2: that, that's all the that's all the affirmation that's a neat stand up I,
1: I feel like teenagers need stand up specials cause they're just the meanest and funniest people like like Gen Z little teenagers they should all deserve Netflix specials they can say so, the meanest yeah. shit
2: school is so funny they they'll, they'll say the craziest stuff unless you're a waiter at a at a um restaurant and they just get too scared to order their own food but oh. you're a teacher The are and they're saying the funniest i can't i gotta censor so many of the stories i tell on social media just because yeah keep the brand clean and everything but there's some funny stuff so
1: you need to do one of those rewrite what's that uh one movie when the white teacher comes and teaches all the black kids when it was like in the 90s uh is a poet something
2: uh, oh deb well no dead poet societies that's all white kids um wow i'm blanking on the name but it's like uh I do
1: that with you yeah little mexican kid like what instead of white girl white woman and black kids and you and like little latin kids yeah it's like you're getting stabbed like (laughs) (laughs) low-key
2: i'm wearing my nike (laughs) Cortezes, right right fit in which i've done that before for sure
1: that's tight
2: uh what's up with you what's going on in the world of danny
1: my life is ruined ha 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 ha. yeah mental health is medium medium rare uh we we're five vibe. <laughs> 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 this medium rare is a crazy yeah. state to be in. Yeah, mad medium rare. Pink in the sun. Yeah, yeah, a lot of pink. Yeah, that's a lot of pink. Wasn't cooking for long enough. Um, a lot of salmonella, but no, dog. I tried I, I told you this before we were on mic. I tried to sell my motorcycle today and essentially drove from West LA to Glendale on this damn motorcycle. Offer them to uh essentially allow me to get there and say, yeah, we don't sell bikes unless you trade or trading to get a new bike.
2: Right. Which you had checked in ahead of time. Which I like, called in,
1: like, yo, do you buy bikes? I gave them the bike name, the miles, everything. Like, yeah, come pull up. So essentially they, they just were trying to get me to come in in hopes that I would buy a more expensive bike when in, in reality I don't need a bike.
2: Right. You like, I am I don't even want to spend the money on this one right now. Right. I want this money. And also for those Midwest people, non-LA people, Going West L.A. to Glendale, that's not just like a... Let it, me was pop yeah, it was 40 minutes. Yeah. yeah, one way. Yeah,
1: one way. Yeah, 40 minutes, one way. Then I had to drive it back, another 40 minutes, back to my boy Torrance's spot. And uh, so it was just a lot. And it's just a, it's a lesson on just being like honest with people, bro. Like, that's my lesson. That's my ism today. Sam's corny-ass uh, teacher jokes are wearing off on of me, so I'm good. Every episode, <laughs> I'm going to have... Life these, lessons? Yeah, life lessons to teach. And it, just be honest with people. Like, because at the end of the day, bro, I might... I might essentially uh, want to buy a bike again. I like and it was at you never
2: doing it, at it was that at a place. Harley
1: dealership. I was like I like Harley, you know, whatever. But it's like I would never go back there, and those people might be gone, long gone, whatever. When I ever buy a bike again, but it's just it would have been so simple for them to be like, yeah, dog, we probably won't buy this, or like we only buy with trades or whatever. And I would have right. respected that honesty.
2: They could have told you hey, we don't do that if you want to trade it in, and you would have been like, hey, right, I nah, know, but you'd have that- been like, all right, they're they're honest, they're nice. Now I'm on a Harley podcast
1: da- shitting on Harley Davidson of Glendale because they weren't honest
2: with me. Harley Davidson of Glendale apologized to my man. Facts. I'm they like, said Black History Month is over. It's yeah. the beginning of March. We don't. It's, we're yeah. trying to play you.
1: It wasn't even the end of the month. It's like it's the beginning of the month. Dog. Why <laughs> are you doing this? These like lame sales tactics.
2: Yeah, they, they don't even have like numbers to hit.
1: Right. You just vibing. It's Friday, anyways.
2: Speak. They kind of. Um. That's kind of a scam they're running. Um. Also, do, do you, sorry, do you got other life lessons to share?
1: No, I was gonna make some make fun of the people that are commenting on our reels, it's funny, but go ahead.
2: Oh, well, just with scams, real quick, this is internet scams going crazy. Mm-hmm. I, I, I re saw this in the comedy community. Danny and I both do stand up comedy. Um, and there's these like, f- there's one in particular fake account that goes around messaging stand up comedians saying, like, <laughs> Hey, it's my, it's my son's birthday coming up. Like, we find you so funny. Oh, yes. Like, can I pay you $300 for a video? I saw this. And then the scam is just they send a screenshot saying, oops, I accidentally sent you 3000 Can you Venmo me back to $2,700? And then they never actually send it to you anyway.
1: Right.
2: I got, a, did you ever get one of those? No. Okay, I got one of those and I immediately was like, this is a scam, obviously. And people were falling for it. And I realized the, I, it's not that I am like savvy on the Internet, like and being like, oh, of course, this is a scam. I, I just have zero self-worth. <laughs> but my first thought is like, no there's no ch- like, right. I was like, there's no chance someone wants to pay $300 for one of my videos. Right, 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 right. So uh, people are always saying, Sam, you need to be more confident. No, I just saved myself money because all these overconfident comedians are like, sweet, they want to pay me for it. Right. No one's coming out of nowhere to be like,
1: can I pay you for a video? Right. Yeah, it's what cameos for. I can go and cameo and get something from like Alec Baldwin for like a hundred dollars for him right. to say like, "Oh, I didn't kill you with a gun into the camera." Like, "Oh, happy birthday!" <laughs> like, it's, they're not gonna pay you. You know, right. this, you just performed at the uh, improv open mic one time. The right four hundred dollars.
2: You can something. get cameos for me though. So ten dollars. You cameos? That's, t- that's a good deal. Yeah. <laughs> really, I've had a have had a few
1: people shout out my fans out there. <laughs> <laughs> can I buy? Can I buy one and make you do it here at the studio?
2: uh yeah i would never charge a friend like you Danny.
1: i don't know what if i went through the like went through the actual app
2: you can honestly oh but also shout out cameo but if you just my venmo samuel sleeves venmo yeah. me nine dollars it's a dollar cheaper than cameo and then i get all the money and cameo doesn't take any of it so i'll take you
1: so you're a, you a scammer <laughs> you ever getting like freaky ones like any like freaky mom like moms, like pta moms like sam can you pretend that you're at a pta meeting and i need to talk to you after class <laughs> i uh
2: i have i have got a freaky one but it was uh immediately i signed up for cameo i'm like i'm never this was literally within 24 hours of signing up i'm like no one's gonna pay for this it's like ten dollars to get a video for me and there's also a message feature where it's like three dollars to message me two dollars uh-huh. which I'm like no one's gonna do that within 24 hours this guy messages in me and he tries to make it all slick like hey uh just a big fan of yours, would really love a video from you featuring maybe your footwear, shoes, and then got like, tried to just sneak in like maybe some foot pic, feet pic. Like... So he was basically trying to play it off like, oh, yeah, maybe show off some of your Jordans and then was asking for feet picks.
1: Damn, what a freaky! You need to get a Sam Only <laughs> The
2: That's how I, that was my first step in like, okay, I'm a nobody in this town. But like, I feel like that's a, that's a step of, being in making it in the entertainment industry is getting asked for a few picks, or maybe that's just also yeah, that's
1: a step. That's a step. Well,
2: there's probably a bunch of women that are like that's just called being a woman on the internet. Some days, for but. sure.
1: No, for sure, it's a lot of creeps. But I feel like you gotta be, you gotta be a certain level of entertaining, and people because I feel like people vibe with you, and then it's like well, I vibe with Sam. I also like. You got to be somebody foundationally for them to really rock with the feet. So you're doing something, right?
2: I, yeah, I guess. But I I will never sell feet pics. I don't care. Right, you should. People can. No judgment if you do. I just, I'm not doing it. Um,
1: I'm sure there's some nice suburban uh, middle American moms that would love some Sam
2: feet. It's the gay guys that usually are. Okay. Hitting on me.
1: Nothing against no. the child's gay
2: yeah no i just that's usually my demographic for like i'll i'll mention i have a wife on social media and i'll always at least get one comment to like did you say wife and i'm just like <laughs> yeah i don't okay.
1: when you say wife do you mean like my, high school,
2: my high school bullies are surprised too follow the callbacks instagram comment i had our first like person i don't know that screenshotted like listening to the Callbacks podcast and they post it on their story yeah. and tag, do that. Word of mouth. Yeah, dog. Crucial. If you're listening to us on Spotify or Apple or wherever, you get your podcast. A little screenshot. Black people meet. At, <laughs> we're on there. Uh, <laughs> screenshot that podcast. Put it on your Instagram story. Tag the Callbacks pod or Callbacks yeah, pod. Man.
1: Tell, yeah, man. Tell a friend to tell a friend. We're trying to make a lot of money, a lot of success, a lot of callbacks and give us some of your funny dates, man. I don't know. need let us know how we can engage with you. Like, is there funny little dates that maybe we can have, like, comments or people email us that we can bring up that are funny? That could be a funny little segment, right?
2: Uh, Yeah. Callbackspod at gmail.com. Any story you want to tell us, you want to tell us a throwback from your high school days, email that to us. We'd love to read those.
1: Yeah. High school, college, when you were broke, busted, and disgusted. Whenever. Let us know. Give us some dates. We'll read them on the pod. You want to go get them? Okay. Uh, Sam... Sam just left Because he's unprofessional But um We're gonna get into today's I know I know I'm sorry We're gonna get into today's pocket This episode With with our guys I don't know (laughs) I'm gonna cuss I was trying not to cuss as much up top because the first episode I had like four ones. F yeah
2: <laughs> damn yeah right. we talked about race white slavery and just a lot of cussing
1: right off yeah like
0: three seconds <laughs>
1: right, right right and I'm feel like all his yeah. all his uh, teacher followers were like what the heck? you know playing this in the morning as kids come in the, in the room I
2: had someone message me from my high school who was Mormon that was like yo what's up with the Mormon
1: <laughs> <laughs> shout out to the <laughs>
2: that's damn. funny all right get rolling. a proper proper intro.
1: Probably, um, probably have already cut it by this point. So go ahead.
2: Okay, great.
1: I'm just saying, in post, I'm already yes. already to be like, oh, you're okay. yeah, fucking vibing and having a good time.
2: Yeah, I'm here to kill the vibe. Okay, great. Uh, proper intro. Hmm. Like,
1: are, the police. All right,
2: go ahead. <laughs> we're not doing this today. I know. I wasn't gonna do it. Then. Cool. All right. Our guest today made his late night television debut on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. Was a staff writer for James Corden on The Late Late Show and was creator of the acclaimed Asian Not Asian podcast. You can currently find him headlining shows throughout the country as well as listen to him on his lighthearted personal finance podcast, Cash Cuties. Cuties. We are beyond excited to welcome to the show a lover of the Chase Sapphire Reserve card, son of a civil engineer. Civil. And Hilliard Davidson's 2007 2008 Winter Homecoming King.
1: Ooh,
2: <laughs> Fumi Abe. What the <laughs>
0: fuck, <laughs> yo? How much digging did yeah. you
2: do? I mean, Fumi <laughs> Abe, or as you're known in the AIM community, M2 Lax Shorty Ten. This is crazy, <laughs> yeah, and I'm gonna top. leave. What the
0: <laughs> hell? <Off the> <laughs> you serious? This is wild. This wild, wild, I had wild, to cut wild. some stuff out of my episode because he goes deep. Yo, I mean, this is like. I don't even know where I said my screen name. You that, I I might have said it on some fun, like Instagram story I was tagged in. Yeah. Is that the one you watched?
2: How <laughs> like to keep my ear to the ground, That's know? Wild, I like to keep my bro. ear to the ground.
0: Well, I'm freaked out right now. Yeah. Thank you for having me, boys.
2: This is uh, awesome. thank you for being here. And that's why Danny's here is to keep the vibes. I'm going to make it real uh uncomfortable with how creepy I am and then Danny that's just wins wins the host or wins the guest right back over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um thanks for being here for me. We really appreciate it. Jumping yeah, off we just want to talk a little, talk a little college before we get into the dates in your past, because okay. I know you, great student. You know, you were at the white card luncheons a lot in high school with your 4.0. Wait,
0: white card? How the <laughs> hell do you know that? I hate this. How do you know about the white card, bro? I didn't nope. even know, about th- I don't think I've said white card. <laughs> white card is, it uh, <laughs> sounds freaky as hell. It's like a card you get when you, wait, I'm sorry, is this a universal thing? Do people know what a white card is? No, I don't know. That's, a, that's a your high school at, thing. At my high school thing, at my high school, if you got a certain grade, you got a white card, and you could like, it would exempt you from certain exams, and I uh, think you may be able to take like a day off, or like, you got like other perks, and then gosh. like, that was for 4.0 kids, and if you were like a 3.5 kid, you got like a blue card, it was like less perks or whatever. Uh-huh i haven't thought about that in over 10 years and i can't believe you just dropped that on me right That's here fine. this is wild
2: gotta keep the ear to the ground uh <laughs> I, <it's not laughs> so so you're good student you end up going you end up going to nyu prestigious school yeah danny i mean you went to elon I, we feel how do we feel about elon
1: uh would never go unless it was free like, i would have never
2: went
0: where to, is yeah. elon North i've Carolina. heard of mine. Oh, okay. I feel like my friends went there for like sports or something. Right
1: yeah. I like, guess kinda like, one of those schools, yeah. You don't you don't really go unless either they pay you money or you're just like a kid from like Massachusetts that okay. couldn't really get into Ivy. so like let's just go to this private school down south. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's really. not a bad school, right? I've definitely heard of it. No, it's it. a good good yeah. yeah, good private school, but so, it's yeah. boring.
2: you know. Yeah. I just bring this up because if people, I, I like seeing if people are proud of their schools because my college just shut down. <laughs> what
0: was your college?
2: It was a small Christian school in the Midwest. You just, can
0: just shut down a college?
2: Yeah. That's crazy. What are you,
0: so is your degree worthless?
2: I mean, you, I think they put it like in a system, the the grad school is still going to exist and they put it like in a system where you can always like access your whatever. Yeah. But it, I, I got an email and I just thought it was like a classic like, we're asking for money or something. Yeah, yeah. And then it's a Christian school. And so I saw the first seven paragraphs were talking about the will of God. <laughs> and anytime a Christian organization or pastor talks that long about the will of God, oh. you know something right. bad is going right, down. So yeah. I'm like, what yeah, just yeah, happened? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's Either like- a
1: sex scandal or a school closure. <laughs> <laughs> it was both. And right. so right.
2: they announced they're like, we're closing down the camp that we own. And we're also shutting down undergrad in-person activities, no more sports. Dang. Nothing. Whoa! What, what was it called? Tr- Trinity International T-I-U. University. Oh T-I-U. Yeah, T-I-U. Okay. Rest in peace.
1: Big right.
0: <laughs> yeah, we were like, the heaven, Crusaders you know? or
2: something. Uh, we were the Trojans.
0: Oh, okay. oh, interesting. You'd think that it would be like right.
2: That you know, that's the um revived I, Jesus. Or the whatever. grad school that I went to to coach basketball at, they were a Christian school and they were the Crusaders. Yeah. And then a bunch of like young kids started going there and they're like. We're Canceling crusaders like they murdered people and they right, got right, the right. mascot changed oh, to lion because they're like
1: <laughs> crusaders
2: is like right, yeah. You know, it's, bad this, thing. Is,
1: this is the last, this is a funny fact for me. Elon, current mascot is Phoenix, which is like ugly, but the half the school burned down, so they went to Phoenix. But before that, the name was Fighting Christians. Fighting Christians, oh, yeah. so it's a Christian school, yeah. Like it was founded, you know, south, southern school. Most of the schools down south are, found, are found, right, you know, by church. Did Christians fight? I don't were they even known I don't for think that? so. Right? I mean, I guess they just, I mean.
2: Like I mean, in the Bible, of, I guess. Yeah, there's a lot of wars that are all based on, like, you know, identity you know and, like.
0: You're right. We probably shouldn't look into it because it's kind of like saying the Fighting Irish, right? Like, it isn't yeah, It's yeah. kind of like a,
1: you're, just, you're putting fighting and then, like, yeah. some random thing out. Fighting Christians was the name. And then they they wanted to go global, so they changed it to Phoenix. Right. Oh, that's
2: tight. W- yeah. But NYU is anyway. cool, though. You're proud of Like, you.
0: Am I proud of NYU?
2: Yeah. Like, do you like, do you like mm, NYU?
0: I didn't. So, like, my high school wasn't very good like it was fine uh-huh. but it's like just to give you context like the valedictorian of my high school went to ohio northern university that's <laughs> and i'm not saying she wasn't smart but uh-huh. it's just like people weren't very ambitious in right, what right, they right. wanted to do with their lives right. And i think she was i think she like ended up being a doctor but she like got in some program where like if you go to the ohio northern everything is paid for so i think right, right it was like a money right, thing right, right. but again like nobody could afford harvard or ucla right. or whatever so like i just wanted to get out right and so i didn't like I only applied to, like, three schools, which is, like, for some people, it's like, crazy. Because I think a lot of people applied to, like, eight or ten. Right.
2: What were the three schools?
0: Ohio State, Michigan, NYU. Nice. Didn't get into Michigan, so I got into NYU, and I was like, all right, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Right. So, I don't know. I mean, I don't know that I'm proud of it. I do think it's, like, kind of scammy in certain ways, but, like, kind of not. Um... I think it's a lot of hype. I don't think it's worth all the money. I the think city it, is our campus. You're just kind of paying for New York City. Yeah, yeah, you know? right. So I'm, I'm glad that I went and I got to meet all those people and stuff. But like, my closest friends from my college era are not from NYU. They're just people I met while I was in college. Right. I used to work at like a weird ramen shop. I met some people there that were cool, yeah. or like through music, or like through comedy or whatever. So I think New York City was cool, but I don't. I'm not like walking around like repping NYU um, yeah. violets. I think that's their mascot. Oh, so, you it's know. I'm wor- there
1: too, isn't it? to yeah,
0: like yeah, D3, they would D3? beg. It's D three. They would beg kids to come. So I remember they would always have like amazing catering. <laughs> they have catering from like Chipotle or like Baja Fresh or like just kind of like yeah. an upscale fast food chain, right. you know, right. just to like and they give you free T shirts and shit because like no one would ever go to any of the games. Right. So I remember, I remember like eating there and doing shit like that.
2: It, it's D three, but there that's actually a cool D three conference because most D three conferences are like okay, it's just all the schools are within 3 hours of us and NYU goes and plays like
1: Chicago maybe sh-
2: Chicago? yeah sh- like you have oh. Chicago they play Emory in Atlanta oh, they play WashU in uh oh, St I didn't Louis know that. Like and so it's like private school so it's like, so it's like there's kids who it's like you know maybe they weren't quite D1 but they're smart and they couldn't go to Harvard so they'll go even though they could have gone D2 they'll oh, go man. there because they're flying across the country and, and stuff and it's oh, actually like funded I don't think
1: so. about that I feel like I always wondered this is the last college thing at least until we get into the dates Like, I went to a college town, you know, southern college town. Wasn't a whole lot to get to. I wonder how fucked up my life would be if I went to college in a big city. Like, would I have a kid already? Would I have a jail? Nah, 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 nah. You know what I'm saying? I think,
0: like, if you go to NYU or, like, a USC even, I think... Right. You probably do cocaine a little earlier than you should. um, (laughs) But I don't know. I don't think it's, like... It's, it, yeah, I, I don't know. It's interesting you have that image of like, oh, would I get someone pregnant? Because, like, I feel like you people at your school, they're f- fucking more.
1: You know? Probably. Because Maybe. I'm
0: competing with other men at my school who are older than me and just other hot guys in new york right, city right. and models. just stuff to do dude i had friends when i was 19 i had friends who were dating like 40 year old photographers and i'm like i'm not, I'm not gonna compete yeah, with yeah, that yeah, yeah, you know right, what i mean yeah. and that was kind of problematic but that's facts <laughs> right, but yeah. like if you go to a school like at ohio state or like wittenberg university yeah, like you're not, not there's less wittenberg, competition yes yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. i for d3 um <laughs> you know i think there's like yeah, I, I would assume you guys are partying more and having more like the college life than us. Yeah. That makes sense. That
1: yeah. makes sense. I just, always, I'm always curious, but yeah. anyways, shout out to college. Let's let's get into <laughs> save the date. Our segment where we'll give out, you
2: uh, a few dates. So st- with sports, we'll we'll start with their September 25th, 2004.
0: Wait a second! Wait a second! I listened to episode one. I thought Joe was doing Instagram. You're like really doing CIA dives.
2: Uh, I keep my ear to the ground. Though.
0: This is crazy. Are you going to reveal at the end how you found all this out or no? Is that part of the fun?
2: I just, you know, Freedom of Information Act. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, proceed.
2: Sorry, um, I interrupted you. Okay, do we know what we were doing September 25th, 2004? September 25th, 2004.
0: Okay, so I'm uh, that's, that's the fall. So what am I? I was either in eighth grade or high school. I can't remember. Maybe freshman year of high school. Right. Yeah, I think. I, I don't so. know why I'm asking you. It's <laughs> right, my right, fucking right. life. <laughs> I Teacher? must have been running cross country. Um, That's it.
2: That's yeah. exactly what it is. You, uh, which I know your PR is in the 16 minute range of cross country. What the fuck? But, uh, <laughs> this this was beginning. This is good for beginning it's of freshman scary. year. I can't. You ran a you ran a 5k, 20 minutes, one second at Lancaster Cross Country Invitational
0: stop you're freaking me <laughs> out what the hell is this
1: podcast you guys are yeah. sick you know that yeah, I know. <laughs> it concerns me but i feel like it's good content so i'm just along oh with the oh
0: my god
1: <laughs> yeah that uh lancaster yeah yeah yeah. i was
0: there so
2: yeah. look, talk about running cross country i mean i feel like i want to keep giving details but you're just going to keep freaking out i know you were i know you were a lacrosse boy but your mom Made you stop playing?
0: Yeah, I've said that on podcasts. I'm not mm-hmm. too freaked out about that. Okay,
2: yeah, let's I can talk it. about cross country. What so are just whether? like arc, I, I always I ran cross country for a little bit, and I've said this on social media, and people come for me a little bit cross-country kids seem like the theater kids of the sports world what is your take on that? <laughs> that is Is it
0: because it's co-ed is that why is that why
2: yeah it just feels like the, yeah. the cross-country boys it's like what are you doing this friday night we're all getting together and we're playing dungeons and dragons and we're like you know what oh, i mean and interesting it's kind
1: all of wearing gloves when we run like that kind of shit it just, and it, yeah, the
2: co-ed, the co-ed thing like people people think like Oh, the only kids hooking up are like the cheerleader and the football. It's like, no, go to the band room, which I know you're in band. Like yeah, that. Yeah. And I feel like cross country is the same way. It's co-ed. Oh. There's drama. There's, yeah, it's
0: little, it's co-ed. Honestly, this is going to sound problematic, but I joined in the seventh grade because a girl I liked. Shout out to Sam Star. Shout I think out. she's like a real estate agent or something. She was like, <laughs> you should do it. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and I just literally biked to the middle school because I didn't enjoy day one. It This just over the summer, so camp had already started. Yeah, I just yeah. biked to my middle school. And I was like, "Hey, can I join this thing?" And they're like, "Yeah." And so that's why I joined. And then like I made a lot of good friends. So I ended up doing it for like three, four years. Um, I don't know that we were doing. Well, you know what? I I don't I, I think the varsity kids were not doing Dungeons and Dragons, uh-huh. but but me and my dorky friends were like not Dungeons and Dragons, but we were dorks for sure. Right, right, right. So I do get that. But there was a lot of like incestual things happening you know like a lot of people hooking up you know and i was not a part of that at all i think uh, i
1: think it bleeds into track too because i ran track in high school and the same thing like it wasn't as freaky but it definitely would be like because it's you're all on the same team so it's like everybody's wearing tights and we're all sweat. it's the co-edness yeah you're on the bus together
0: the the thing is track is like so many people because there's so many different activities across countries like maybe like 20 boys 20 girls yeah, you know it's yeah, pretty yeah, it's yeah, a pretty yeah. like tight-knit thing so i remember like people were like hooking up on the bus and shit like that i do i do remember that we were really horny as hell that's
1: crazy yeah, i never had yeah, that. i never yeah. had this like that
2: yeah we had our school was like it had to be boy boy girl girl sitting together oh, classic really? midwest like uh, as yeah gay people don't exist or whatever but <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> but we're safe everybody we're safe we're good to go it'd be funny
0: if you look back and did research and like all the people who were lobbying for the separation were like gay politicians
1: (laughs) Yeah, we gotta have dudes together all the dudes gotta hang out Yeah, yeah, for sure (laughs) (laughs) touching hips hip to hip with all the dudes (laughs) in the seats that's funny that's Uh, crazy yeah i ran track in high school and it was definitely more fun like football was like my sport but track was more fun
0: yeah yeah this makes sense because we're all like skinny dudes yeah. skinny zoos rule the world in cross-country yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, you know yeah. like i mean i, I never made
0: jet varsity because my team my team was pretty good but uh-huh. like what was what was my pr like 16 something
2: that's pretty good yeah that's incredibly that's fucking the good fact that that's not varsity means your team was varsity insane. was like in the 15s
1: that was close that's but, absurd yeah, like yeah. that's so what fast was that? how many miles is that 3.1. F- uh, yeah, it's oh, 5K. Yeah. I think it's like 3.1 or 3.2. Yeah, 3.126. Yeah. Do,
0: yeah, 3. 1, 2,
2: 6,
0: I yeah. Right. um, I remember like the... F- the. F- I had a lot of great memories, but like the best thing was like we'd go to this camp during the summer called Camp Hammer. I don't know if this is like allowed now, but we'd all like all 40 kids would go sleep over at our coach's house <laughs> for like a whole week. He lived out in the country. Oh, but, like, no. That is some Ohio That's type. Ohio shit. And yeah. we got like bags and shit. And then like... He had a big house, and his, like, wife would make us food and stuff. And I think he had a daughter who would, like, run with us, but she was, like, in college or something. Yeah. And then, like, that was really, – I remember that being really fun because it was kind of like a sleepover. I, my parents didn't send me to summer camp stuff, and, you know, when I was younger, yeah. so that was, like, the only thing I had. But then, like, we would have all these, like, initiations for freshmen. And, like, I remember they made us um, – Dress, they made us like Put makeup on And wear like women's clothes And like dance to um, Good old fashioned hazing That Spass, Spice school right. song Like tell me what you want what you- yeah, yeah, yeah Because like I don't know Men dressed up as women Was like so funny In right, 2004 right, 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 Or right, whatever right, You know Right. So a lot of good times there man shout I don't think out, that man. was Shout out to Coach Let. I don't know if you're arrested or not Shout
2: out
1: to Freaky Ohio
0: uh, <laughs> That's, That's crazy Freak as
2: hell man Yeah Bring back hazing I don't actually mean that To any of my principals out there But you know it just <laughs> Some light hazing is Light, light no, they hearted didn't like, light They didn't like Beat us hazing. up Or they're yeah, yeah. just yeah,
0: yeah. like Go embarrass yourself That's fine Right That's, That's fine. good
1: for team bonding yeah, A little humility Absolutely, absolutely. Cross country Man That's what I mean. yeah, we had. I'm, I'm just like I'm trying to think about All the people I know That ran cross country Um. It seems like Because even waking up early When you're like 15 To go run Seems just cra- I don't know i Yeah you know. Did you guys have look, like morning
0: practices? We would like practice for Friday would get there at like 5.30.
1: Rarely. Yeah, rarely. So we would have like maybe for spring ball we would have like a week of morning practice like, as like kind of punishment slash like getting ready for the for the season yeah 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 but we, we didn't we didn't have consistent morning practices it would I, you know football you gotta hit people it's like too early you, got, you can't you gotta like go through a day of like <laughs> that's right that's right. trouble before you start hitting people you know right. algebra yeah. you gotta fail like an algebra pop quiz <laughs> right before you start doing like Oklahoma yeah, yeah, yeah. drills <laughs> right. you can't you know yeah, nothing right. bad has happened at 5 yeah. nobody's angry <laughs> right i like can't hit nobody like you know that at 6 30 in the morning it wouldn't go well right for
2: basketball we'd kind of have some When I ran cross country in middle school, there'd be two days sometimes, which is crazy. But the thing, cross country, uh, we just called them, um, we'd have a bunch of like popular kid, like hockey players or football player or not football, like basketball, whatever. The winter spring sports, baseball players would join cross country because they got, we just called them minors, like a minor drinking ticket. (laughs) And like if you got caught drinking, like the school rule was like you, you got suspended for like your first one, you got suspended for two games or two weeks, whichever one was like harsher punishment.
1: Yeah. This is a public school? Yeah. And,
2: and and so what, like the hockey players who got like a, a, a minor drinking ticket or whatever, they would join cross country in the fall, sit out the first two meets Run one more meet and then just quit the cross-country team and that was like their way of get around of them They didn't have to miss any of the hockey and they go back
0: to hockey. Yeah. Oh so, wait you, you mean ticket as in like not by the police by No, the
2: like night. by the police like a, my, we just call them Whoa. minors I guess I don't know what they're technically called but like oh yeah, he got a minor. Oh, that's his second minor He's out for half the season.
1: That's why wow. what the disrespect, you know, that's crazy. Yeah, this is a real well, sport shout out to drinking tickets in high school <laughs>
2: Yeah,
1: that is So that's I have. All right, I don't, I don't too many stories from high school of running from the police or getting out of drinking tickets. Oh, uh,
2: you were popular. You had friends. <laughs> yeah, you lived yeah. a life. You you are right, So real quick,
1: I had a friend that was went to the popular uh, private school in Jacksonville I'm from Cincinnati, but yeah. I went to high school partially in Jacksonville. So one of my boys was he went to the like the big one of the popular private schools in Jacksonville. And in Jacksonville, it's almost like it's like a, a network of other rich kids at the other private schools, too. It's almost like college, like a fraternity kind of thing. They all kind of, all the rich parents just know each other, whatever. Yeah. So anyways, I'll go to these big, massive house parties, and sometimes it'll be like haters calling the police on this other mansion house, whatever, or, you know, whatever. It's just kids don't give a fuck because it's like, I'm my dad's the lawyer. Like, if I have yeah, a, yeah, 100 yeah, yeah, kids yeah. here, what's the worst that's going to happen? You know, yeah. they might get a drink together. But I'm going to be all right. So anyways, it just a lot of times you just got to finesse and sprint out of backyards. and Right. I never got a drinking ticket, and I was definitely drinking in high school.
2: Can't, oh, can't get you. Um, so yeah, gonna, yeah, another date? So yeah, let's get another date. We'll, st- we'll stick high school, talking a little sports. I know music was a big part of your school experience, you know? Playing a little trumpet in the jazz band, singing yeah. to the madrigals, part of the boys in blue. Um yeah. which boy, yeah. boys in blue is, is a crazy that? name for a yeah. choir. Like that
0: Wait, why? Oh, because like the police, the police like now, funny. yeah, it's yeah, just, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean well, blue we were, was the school color, right? So yeah, it was blue and white. So yeah, yeah. but that's now they might have changed it. <laughs> boys in blue who just don't called the support police. The police. Yeah. They don't.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the day I got for you, April 26, two thousand seven. I don't know why this article was written, but in the Columbus Dispatch, a young Fumiabe is quoted. They're talking about how an American Idol contestant was using beatboxing. And so they went around and asked a bunch of high schoolers about beatboxing. Yes. And you were quoted saying, I like the fact that I can make my own music whenever I like, said Masa Fumiabe, a 17-year-old junior at Hilliard Davidson, who began (laughs) beatboxing this year. (laughs) Began. That's so funny. So (laughs) tell us about your beatboxing phase.
0: Dude, uh, oh god. I just like this is when like YouTube was popping for the first time, you know, but it was before ads and like Unforgivable
1: Age, like uh, unforgivable. Yes,
0: Unforgivable. There was techno viking. I don't know if you guys remember these things, but like I think there was like this, like a like for whatever the algorithm, they fed me a lot of beatboxing stuff. There was a guy named like Shlomo or something. He was like really good at it. He might have been from Israel. I don't really know. But uh, I just really got into beatboxing. (laughs) I was also a fucking nerd now that I'm thinking about it. But I thought it was cool when I did it at the talent show with my, like,
2: two other friends. Like a beatboxing trio or one of them was, like, rapping?
0: Yeah, we we would, like, do it together. (laughs) No, nobody was rapping. Thank God. They're all two white boys. Thank God. We weren't rapping, but we did, like, the... Remember when that, like, one beatboxing thing that was popular, like, only if you're my. They're new, remember that one?
2: I don't. I know the both. song. Yeah, they was
0: like so like a YouTube video went viral of a guy beatboxing that, uh, singing it and beatboxing it at the same time. Oh, okay. And so we were like, we would do shit like that. <laughs> That's so crazy that I forgot that was in the Columbus Dispatch. That's fucking trash, man. I can't believe
2: <laughs> I did that, dude. I mean, I feel like every millennial male has gone through a beatboxing phase. Dude, I
0: mean, yeah, I, I was like, it's like. You know what? You can shit on me all you want, but it's like I'm a little boy in Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> I'm a little. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? I'm a boy yeah, 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 in blue, yeah. bro. What am I supposed to do, <laughs> right, man? Right. Well, I I might have beatboxed in the acapella for like one song, maybe. It's very funny. possible, but it's like, yeah. I, I honestly, I know it sounds so silly, but back then, like first second, beatboxing was like kind of cool.
1: Oh,
2: facts. You know, I mean, and people yeah. who are good at it, it is cool if you can, like, if you can actually like beatbox for real, for real. It's like, yeah, yeah as
1: long as you're not stepping. <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't think I was that good. Like yeah. Dougie Fresh, <laughs> like Dougie Fresh would like come out on the war shows and like beatbox. Like it was like a thing. Like I, I, think that R.A. RA how old are you? You're 30, Early. 30. I'm 33. Yeah, I'm, I'm. We're 30, and I feel like that age of like uh, TRL and and, yes. and cable kind of exploding. It was a lot of people that wouldn't technically be or typically be uh, shown. Cultural things were shown For the first time Yes So it's like Oh now all of a sudden I'm a suburban kid Never really touched a skateboard Now you know Tony Hawk Pro Skater Now I like skating Dude, or, you know All these different Like little things That you would never Use subgenres Get thrown in our face
0: That's an excellent and point And
1: it's mainstream now Yeah And like the, because of
0: that, like excitement with the discovery, you're not even thinking about how cool or not cool it is. Right, you're just right, like, because right, we didn't have TikTok and stuff. We're like, oh, fact. I don't know, people did this. Right. I remember, uh, to your point, America's Best Dance Crew was like a yeah, pop and television yes. show, yeah. and I didn't know what that was. I didn't. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I knew what hip hop dancing was, but I didn't know you could just form a team and right. do it. And yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, this yeah. is
2: fucking sweet. So You'd I remember watch parties for it.
0: Yes, dude. I like the, the, the Jabawakis, Kaba yeah. Modern, like all the Asian. That's when I saw like Asian people being cool for the first time. And right, I was like, right. this is dope. So I remember like there was for the marching band that i was in we had these like mirrors to help us practice mm-hmm. and i remember my friends and i we like just stole them from this band room and we set them up in my friend's basement and we were like we're gonna form a dance team <laughs> And it was like me and my four boys re-watching <laughs> youtube videos of kaba modern doing their like it might have been Walkie's doing their like um pretty young thing routine we yeah. just watch it over and, over, and we trying to fucking do it and like his dad would be making fun of us but again to your point i was like No, dude, like you're wrong. We're fucking cool right now. Only if I had that footage. Oh my god.
2: That, I actually have that footage written on. <laughs> <laughs> Play the tape. Play the, it's the tape. It's a great yeah. security camera. Oh my God. I was actually in the background the whole time. <laughs> Behind the drywall, like, Sand,
1: you go back inside.
2: Fumi's oh. going to find out his life is like Forrest Gump, who's in every, like, the background of every major historical event. It's just going to, you're going to look through pictures, and I'm just there. I know, you're I mean, you're
0: so. that committed to the, you're the best
2: podcast producer. And <laughs> <In the world, laughs> I've had this the idea world. since I was seven. Yeah, podcasts yeah, yeah, weren't yeah, even yeah. a thing. Hoop dreams and um,
1: podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Documenting everybody through life Um, Yeah man Shout out to TRL Shout out to uh, America's Best
0: Dance group. Yeah America's
1: Best Dance (laughs) Crew Shout out to all the MTV dating show Like Next All this shit It just just threw a lot of culture In our face Yeah For the first time So you just Yeah Mainstream Viacom just showed us All these weird little Subcultures and shit You know roast There's like roast shows Remember that It was like your mama on mtv like these little i yeah before like out. wild and
2: out was a thing it's, it's like a, was like it's like a the, black
1: thing like like black, black people just talking shit about each other but all of a sudden now it's on mtv so now it's like little white kids in roast battle now the comedy store <laughs> yeah, <right>, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, no.
2: it's like the and one mixtape tour right like, like that? yeah yeah that yeah the professor that's a, i mean this is like super corny because i grew up in a very very white suburban area but like even like those america best dance crew and just people wearing like flat brim hats like that wasn't oh, happening on this stuff. Oh, so like i was yeah, walking yeah. around with my hat like tilted to the side <laughs> like <laughs> thinking yeah. i was so and i remember going to like chicago one time like on like a missions trip where it's like we're gonna go repaint a church for the 20th time or whatever it was <laughs> and like i was wearing like a red and black hat like tilted off to the side and this guy was like Bro, you can't wear your hat like this in this neighborhood. And I'm just walking around like, "What's up, everybody?
1: Hello, good to see you. Break dancing for Jesus?
2: Oh my God, (laughs) Jesus Jesus
1: Christ!
0: The second you tilted that 45 degrees, you like reminded of every um uh. A high school dance DJ we hired. Yeah, you, you have high school DJ face.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. Like dyed yeah dyed black hair. Why yeah, we, yeah, yeah. you know? I just posted a student roast video today, and now you're jumping. They're calling me skinny Carl Weezer. You're calling me <laughs> high, school, high school, school DJ face.
1: That's,
2: that's a great. one That's like my DJ name, high school DJ face. <laughs> and then Fumi comes out and beatboxes.
1: Right, right,
2: right, right. Right. Um, no, but music. So I mean, this all started with music stuff. You were in band. You were in um, all the singing stuff. I know you've talked about, like, you wanna, you've even thought about incorporating music back into your comedy. Okay, Bo Burnham. Um,
0: uh, yeah, I've never done it, but.
2: Well, and uh, I think, cause you get a lot of racism, people are like, where are you from? And you're like, Ohio. And they're like, where are you actually from? Mm-hmm. And I know, I mean, I know you did move uh, to Ohio from Japan when you were eight, but. I know you've stated, I'm so mis- I'm so Midwest, I went through a Christian rock phase. <laughs> I so, 100%
0: did,
2: yeah. Who, we're, Relying K? Relying who K.
0: To? I think um, that was the biggest one. There's also another one called House of Heroes.
2: Oh, yeah. Houses
0: of Heroes, maybe. They're from Ohio. Both of those bands right. are from Ohio. Mm-hmm. So I remember like that was big because we thought it was cool that they were local. I also like enjoyed that kind of music, just like emo pop, punk, yeah. you know, pop punk, stuff like that but uh
2: right. A little neon dynamite alice lee mc fluffy po- yeah, Project.
0: yeah neon dynamite sounds so familiar I don't yeah, know yeah, who
1: yeah.
2: fuck, that's who he listed as some of his favorite bands uh, i I, mean, n-
0: I listed that yeah i said neon dynamite yeah i don't even know who they are that's cra- great <laughs> what's that the other one
2: uh mc fluffy project alice lee
0: wait alice lee that's my friend
2: I don't know. That's just what it was listed as, like, musical inspiration Dude, that's or so
0: high school because that's me <laughs> pretending, dude. That's me pretending to fit in with white kids. I have man. no idea who MC Pluff Pluff is or whoever you just said. I have <laughs> no true. idea who Neon Dino. I've never heard of them. That's Lion K, I will fully own up to. I still listen to them today, but yeah, dude, bro, that's me trying to get white girls, dude. That's me trying to get white girls, bro. <laughs> By Christian pop
1: group. You have no idea what you're going to do in the that's Midwest funny. to get white girls, yeah. bro. You got to lie, lie, no, lie. I, I feel you, though. I mean, it... Yeah, because, like, a lot of us, I feel like in L.A., we forget, we leave the Midwest and forget how we were brought up and, like, how just traditional everything was. Because I remember mm-hmm. on my end of it, like, Kurt Frank, I had a Kurt Franklin CD, and he's a, yo, you know what Kurt Franklin is? Right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know who that is. Black, Black gospel He okay, was, like, okay.
1: the one, like, the first kind of, like, rap gospel superstar, like, a lot of the old school, I feel like, um... People were kind of like, "Oh, this is kind of too hip hopity for gospel." But he was like, the, like a megastar early two yeah. thousands. So right. me, as like this little kid in the, in Cincinnati, was like, oh this, "Oh, this is cool." Like you know, but it was like the, it was a, still the cool thing to like Christian kind of Kurt Franklin. And even right. to this day, you go to like a, a day a black day party, you'll get like a quick little Kurt Franklin set. Like, at a, like I, I went to a wedding last year, my boy's wedding, and they went he they opened the the reception up with like a Kurt Franklin set into like future like, you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> but it's like so ingrained in all of us but it's like even though it's, it's christian and it's kind of conservative it's still like what we were brought up on and it's yeah like a vibe i don't know it's legitimately it was what i could have the video on my phone but you but the song was the songs were good yeah it was, they still yeah, stop yeah. to this day yeah but That's it just like, matters yeah it goes back to that that just kind of information overload y'all got in the early 2000s of all these yeah. different little cultures mixing for the first time whereas for the longest, music was like, all right, you got rock, you got bl- yes, rhythm and blues, yes. you got rap. Now for the a uh, couple decades, and then shit started kind of inter- intermingle.
0: Yeah, right? I remember that's the run time when like Jay Z dropped the Lincoln Park album. Remember? Right, exactly. Lincoln Park. Yeah, they right. were like, that's that's like white record executives. Be like, let's try what happens. <laughs> right, exactly. Facts.
1: Yeah, it was,
2: there's yeah. This it was a beautiful time, man. Us,
0: no judgment. The, no judgment.
2: Yeah, yeah. Kids were having a spiritual experience to the Lincoln Park Jay Z. <laughs>
0: I had it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> It goes hard. Park. Shout out to Lincoln Park. That's so sad. Uh, should we do day. another date? Let's get another date. Well, so my next date. I want to give you know time to you to tell us a little more about your story without me creeping out, knowing too much. So February 26, twenty eighteen. This is way into the future. Is your first episode of Asian Not Asian? Oh yes. So you and you and uh, a friend from the comedy community, Mike Nguyen. You guys start that podcast together. Uh, and before we get into that, I just want to hear. I know you, NYU, you work in marketing but where was the transition like you graduate nyu with your marketing degree you're making decent money uh and is is, like in college did you always kind of know or was it um was it something that like yeah the comedy did you always know you wanted Uh, to do comedy or did you find it like bored at your day job
0: so like just to bring it back to again, my unambitious high school i had like i didn't know that like comedy writing or like stand up comedy yeah. was like a career. I remember right. I'd I'd Same. watch. I remember like I'd watch Dave Chappelle specials and I love them, but I remember thinking like, oh, he must have gotten a school for stand up comedy. Like that right. was my because that's just how I processed it. Uh-huh. I'm like, you you do the thing you major in college, and I'm in college. I I'm good at NYU. There's Tisch, which is like one of the best art schools in the world. Right. Even then, I didn't have a lot of friends who went to Tisch. Even then, I still didn't understand that. I mean, I knew people who were starting to be directors, but I didn't understand people yeah. were starting to be comedians or comedic writers or whatever, right. but it wasn't. So then I actually started music business. So I had a music degree oh, and wow. then I, there was no money in music. So I didn't even want to get a job in music. And then I just luckily randomly got a job in advertising. So that's what I was doing. And then when I was 24, I was feeling very like creatively, not even creatively. I was just kind of feeling unsatisfied with my life. I remember talking to my friends about like, oh, maybe I want to move to LA or San Francisco. I thought maybe that would sort of scratch the itch. You know, it's just one of those things where like, it's so funny because I always think about like, 24 that means i've been working full-time for two years right, and it. i'm already like i'm sick of this you <laughs> yeah. know like yeah. I, just I, I just got scared i just got scared about being like damn is this it like cause i remember like for a minute it's fun because you have money for the first time right. and you go to happy hours and i'm single so i'm like trying to get laid yeah. that's just my life for two years yeah and I, after two years And I'm not fucking at all, by the way. But after two years, you're still (laughs) like... Even the act of trying is like, is this life? Like, this sucks, you know? It's really every day. But it's just kind of like, this seems so meaningless. And I was at this, like, bar called Three of Cups, which no longer exists on the Lower East Side. Now it's an Emmy Square pizza. It used to be, like, a legendary heavy metal bar. Mm -hmm. I had a friend who was super into heavy metal. We were there, just, like, catching up after work. These are my two college friends. And then, like, I went on a Wednesday night, which happened to be open mic night. Mm. and there was a comedy open mic happening, and these guys were so bad. They were racist. They were so sexist. They were so fucking bad that I was looking at them, and I'd be like, and I was like, oh, I I could do this. And up until that time, you know, in high school, I don't know if you found any videos, but, like, I'd make funny videos with my friends because yeah, my yeah. friends were on the school announcements team and oh, they would let them at yeah. one buddy who's now like a professional videographer he was so good at that stuff mm-hmm. like he got into iMovie and stuff earlier on so we would make like funny music videos for like uh, you know the volleyball team would like make it to state champs we'd make like, yeah. a song about them yeah. I, could, uh, I, I remember we made a song about TurboTax once because uh, <laughs> TurboTax was doing a competition In high- I'm surprised you didn't find it they were uh, they were doing a YouTube contest they're like who can make the funniest uh, rap about TurboTax so we like made this song about triple um very problematic if you if you watch it today but uh, <laughs> um you know I, I would I was, I was always doing these like funny things I just right. didn't know that it could be a job potentially right, right, you right. know so that's how I got started is I just went back the next week and I tried an open mic and I right. and I was bombing but I got one laugh and I just fell in love and I that's right. kind of how I started but I I didn't I wasn't to say looking for stand-up I think I was just kind of feeling empty and I saw it and it just felt like Right. Just it was meant to be, and yeah. then after I tried it, I didn't want to go back, so I just kept going.
2: Right. Well, I mean, but that, and credit to you talking about like people, and there's, it's totally fine. Like people who don't have ambitions, like if they're happy, like I went to high school here, I live in the same area, and I'm just happy. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm jealous. Sure. I'm so jealous of that actually, because right. it's such yeah. an easier, right. simple life. Me too. But like you being. I think that's what's cool about being like i was in chicago and in out to la that's how i because you're it's so easy to be around an open mic mm-hmm. you know so like the fact that you're at like new york city like if yeah if you were back in ohio it's like it would never you, would happen yeah it never would happen if mm-hmm. i was in ohio
0: yeah and i think subconsciously that's why i wanted to go to school in new york or somewhere in the city just because something else would happen to me like knew, it yeah, didn't have knew, to be comedy you... it could have been music it could have been something else dancing whatever you know but right. like in new york B-boxing. things just happen to you beatboxing <laughs> things happen to you you know yeah, and yeah, then yeah, you're yeah. just kind of like young and you're like maybe and then you try it and you try different things and i think you don't do that as much when you just stay in your hometown because there's less things happening you know yeah
1: yes yeah, it's, it's always weird not even weird it's interesting how a lot of us got into comedy because i was similar like, doing your thing got you to school make decent money and you realize it is only two years or two and a half years or a year and a half. It's like, bro, this is trash. Like, this is what, <laughs> this is what adulting, because when you're so broke in college, you think what adulting is, like, oh, I'm going to be, you know, 25, I'm at a house, I'm going to have a wife, I'm going to have a kid on the way, I'm going to have a fucking pickup truck, and I'm going to have a, a Corvette in yeah. the, your garage. And when you even are on that trajectory, you feel like, but I'm miserable. It's like, ooh, never mind. I don't want none of that. I want to be happy first and then other things will come
0: 100 percent. my dad lived like that and i he's not happy right i just remember thinking like i don't want to do that even if it means making less money but i still worked in advertising for like much longer after that but i but it didn't matter because i had this new like vision or passion so it didn't feel as bad like i cared actually less about my work but i don't know i I didn't mind working there because i'm like i'm just like trying to do this other thing you know i have this
1: interesting question because you have the cash cuties podcast and um I heard. Go this,
2: follow, subscribe.
0: Yeah. Check it out.
1: Shout, <laughs> Check out, it shout out. out to the Cashies. I don't know if that's the,
0: the oh, cuties. cuties. The cuties, the oh, cuties, the cuties.
1: Cash cuties. Um, so I listened to a podcast a long time ago and Lil Rel was it was on maybe one of the shows, and he was like saying he was never really, he didn't go through like a broke, broke phase after he kind of got going. Like he started in Chicago, he was always prided himself on just like getting money and doing his thing. And I feel like a lot of comedians. Sometimes we're, like, prideful of being broke, I think, sometimes. Like, oh, a starving yeah. artist thing. Yeah. And I don't really subscribe to that. Like, I, I'm good. broke now because, I, you know, I'm going with my life's in shambles. But typically <laughs> I've always, like, try to keep a, a good gig and, like, get money and, like, be okay like have a nice shit. Yeah. So I'm interested to, like, know your thoughts on that and, yeah. and how you've juggled it before you kind of got your, your writing. For
0: sure. I think I was a little bit mature about that. I don't know why exactly. I think too many um not just comedians but like anybody pursuing any passion that's like in the arts. That story of like I slept on some guy's couch and ate spaghetti with butter on it for 10 years until I got my one spot on late night with Jimmy Fallon, and then they give me a sitcom. That shit is, like, romanticized too much. Yeah. And I'm not saying... I have friends who do that. Like, for example, I know for a fact, and this is not a secret, but, like, my buddy, Usama Siddiqui, very funny, like, he, I think today still lives on some dude's couch. Mm-hmm. And I remember when he first moved to New York, he, came, he, like, didn't go to middle school. He came to New York. He was living in an abandoned house with, like, a homeless person. Didn't have a bathroom. He got a, He would pay... He didn't pay rent, but he'd pay for a Planet Fitness, Planet Fitness membership so he can right. go shake a shower and shit. And he did this for years mm-hmm. until they got kicked out. And then now he lives on guy he lives on some guy's couch now, still today. And I remember like a lot of people hearing Nestor and being like, "We got to be more like Usama." And like, I think that I never wanted to do that because it's too romanticized. I think it works for some people. It works for Usama. You know, things right. are happening for him. It's right. working for him. But that shit would never work for me because I, I didn't grow up like that. I that that makes me uncomfortable and if I'm uncomfortable if I'm worried about where I'm gonna yeah. pay rent I can't be creative right and so for me like having that day gig that that's how that's my struggle you know what i mean yeah 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 and yeah, i don't yeah. think that crazy like you know bare minimum lifestyle works for most people but people sort of flex you on that you know what i mean They're like you i dog yeah. I, I walk dogs for a living right, right i love right. this and i'm like okay but like yeah. you smell like ass because you <laughs> don't shower and that's why i don't book you dude. right you know match, like match. i mean comedy has changed now you gotta look cool yeah you know oh yeah. everybody wears like, sneakers and shit and- you're thinking about people who are coming up now they didn't do any of this stuff you know what i mean yeah. so it's like i think it's okay to admit to yourself that may not be for me right that's totally fine and it doesn't take away anything from your creative self or anything like that so that's sort of like my yeah. stance on it it's like if that works for you cool but like i don't ever want to live like that right. you know what yeah. do you think
2: uh yeah i mean i yeah i i think i mean it's always a balance like there's no way yeah i, I just couldn't do it and like you said if i'm if i'm if I am worried about I don't have a bathroom to use, I am not gonna sit down and write jokes. No, That's the yeah, last thing I am gonna not. worry about. But look, like, you didn't even need it. You know, and,
0: you got you look at you guys You're doing all this. But,
2: <laughs> but on but on the opposite side, I think I um I I think I am the person who will hold on to something like well the 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 unhappiness of like the day job that I am holding on to is less uncomfortable than the fear of the unknown you know so so, sure. so i think there is like obviously a certain point on the other side right. where i'm like more likely to like some people are like are you still teaching i'm like yeah and they're like why and i'm like the moment i stop you know everything's yeah. gonna run out and i'm not that established i haven't been doing it this long like right, i right, right. like
0: you'll so. know when you, when to quit you'll know right, right, right you'll right. just know and then after that, you got to figure it out. Right. But you can always go back or like, you know, it's not like not every, every decision is not so serious. I feel yeah, like That's yeah. not, I'm trying to think of it that way.
2: You yeah. Know? You can always do something for like anyone can do anything for a year pretty much. And then, yeah. you know, stop. Yeah. Unless absolutely. it's cocaine. You might not be able to stop after that. <laughs> Shut up, um, um, baby. So I br- I bring up the, the the original date of the of the Asian Not Asian podcast because I know yeah. you sorry, and your. You, sorry. <laughs> no, I wanted to kind of get into that before yeah, yeah, we just yeah. like like hear more of your comedy story and Uh talk about that stuff um i know you and mike talked about it on that podcast you're the co-creator of it um like there were you know there wasn't a lot of asian comics in the scene like you said that open mic night there's like just a bunch of racist people saying stuff (laughs) and you're just like this is right (laughs) and so you got you're like oh let's get together to talk about the like how you phrase it right the the issues that no other americans care about that are American issues. I think since
0: I left, the tagline has changed for the Asian Not Asian podcast. But it used to be two Asian guys not from Asia talking about American issues no American cares about. And our whole thing was like, at the time, and like things changed so much in such a short amount of time, I think, for like Asian America. But like at the time, you know, this is like pre-Crazy Rich Asians and stuff like that. Like Mm -hmm. it really felt like nobody cared about us. Like our stories, whatever, you know. And at the time, if you really think about the comedians that were popping... You know, they didn't really talk too much about Asian stuff. You think about, like, the Chang Wangs. You know, he doesn't have a lot of jokes about um, Asian stuff. At least he didn't back then. Gotcha. Um, you know, Bo and Yang, Joe and Busu were coming up. I think for them, it was like, we're gay, you know? Uh, and I yeah. think that was their, like, sort of, we're gay and we're Asian. But yeah. the gay thing was first. And yeah. I think, I don't know, I don't think they're like that now. But I think at the time, it's I don't think it's a coincidence that, that right. you know that like a regular Asian guy like me wasn't popping. You know what I mean? Like now you have more because the internet and then, you know, people can sort of reach their audience. But like Uh at the time, the industry was still in control. And like, you know, I I think I was also going through like an identity thing where it's like, what does it mean to be like an Asian person in this country? Like, because when I went to NYU, I made Asian friends for the first time.
1: Oh, really? uh,
0: Who weren't like, so I went to like Japanese school and I lived in Ohio on Saturday. So I had like Japanese friends from Japan. But they're a little bit different than, you know, it's kind of like, I don't know. Are you, but you're, you're not like you're like American American, right? You're not like yeah. no. You're yeah. not like Opie, right? Opie's no, from no, like no, Niger, no, You know no. what I'm saying? Like, so it's kind of like if you're a Nigerian person, it might be different hanging out with Nigerian people versus like Black American. Yeah, and that yeah. was how I, what I went through at NYU. I was hanging out with just like regular Asian American people. Gotcha. Yeah,
1: okay. I and I
0: remember you. like I wrote about this in my pilot, but I remember like the first party I went to. It was crazy because I would see all these like slutty, sluttily dressed Asian girls. And I'm like, what is this? What what, what are y'all doing right now? Yeah, yeah. And I remember they had bubble tea at the party. Um, and I didn't know what bubble tea was, because I grew up in Ohio. And they like shamed me so much for not knowing what it was. And I was just like, well, this is like my story. Like I don't know what this is. And like, can I still be Asian if I don't know what fucking yeah. bubble tea is? Yeah, you know? Yeah. And I feel like I wanted to explore that comedically. But in a weird way, I felt like there wasn't a lot of room for it because I remember like being told by like bookers and producers, not like the cool ones, but like the weird ones sort of outside New York were like, hey man, like people don't really know what you're talking about. So maybe yeah, not. Yeah. if you're going to talk about Asian stuff, like talk about like school or like your grades or your like, mom. maybe you an impression of your parents, you know, like, right. so like they would sort of limit you. So I think we started the podcast because we're like, let's like get more about nuanced,
2: right. you know because then even american america's got talent like you're like it's shiba japan that's where you're from yeah yeah, yeah. just say tokyo yeah that's america's got that's crazy it's insane
0: it's insane i did america's got talent i did the i did the actual edition i got all four starts from like simon and like how i'm they never aired me because like my story wasn't interesting enough or whatever but uh yeah they asked me they're like oh can you just introduce yourself like where you're from and i was like oh my name's fumiabe like i'm from chiba japan and they're like cut like you just say Tokyo, completely different city, by the way, completely right, yeah, different like place. Not the same. It's at not all. the same at all. But they're like just you know. Wow. But that's how you sort of like get diluted. Yeah, and I, yeah 100%. I hate that about when people do that to me because like comedy is all about like the how specific you can get. That's yeah, what you makes have to
1: be. That's what, the only way you can get 100%. succeed. Is you not stand yeah? And so that someone I was like, this isn't said. right for me.
0: So after they said that, I just kind of went to like uh, auto drive mode or yeah, whatever. 100%. And I think I, I kind of like sh- shoot it in. like kind of you know didn't care. And I think that's why they didn't pick me. But um, yeah. That's yeah, so saying. that was sort of like the those frustrations were resulted in the podcast being born. Yeah. Right. That's the beauty of
1: podcasting. Go ahead. Sir. Oh, go ahead. I was listening to the beauty of podcasting. Also, it was in cooling. A lot of fucked up things are happening in TV now, but I think the era we kind of just left of like the Insecures or the Rami's or the yeah. uh, Atlantas or the Dave's were getting really granular into like different intersections of people. And it's allowing these group, this fool, allowing people to like mm-hmm. really learn about South Side, like this very specific group. Maybe it's black, but it's black people down south, or it's black yeah. people on a certain neighborhood in Chicago, or it's, it's Mexican people in LA. Like it's it's cool to see that being, you know, hopefully it doesn't die with all the streaming bullshits going. Yeah, on. yeah, 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 yeah. It's been cool to see at least having those pieces of history kind of happen during our time. Yeah,
0: I think like that's what I've. With or without comment, I've always sought that kind of stuff because to me that's more interesting. I mean, like, that's why like I think people shadow like fresh off the boat and stuff, which it came out really early, so I can't really blame them. Uh It wasn't like super nuanced, you know. But yeah, to your point, like I would love to watch a TV show about like the Filipino dance team at UCLA. I bet they're dope. I bet that's a fun story, you know. But that's such a specific culture that I'm not a part of, but I would love to learn more about it,
2: you know. Because that's like I'd binge that for sure, you know.
0: But like that's what I'm talking about, and I think that was like that podcast at the time we were like trying to like get more into that kind of shit. Right. Yeah.
2: I mean, and that was like the first thing that really got you heat in like mainstream. I know like vulture wrote an article. You guys got to interview Randall Park and they were like praising like, wow, these are like the first, this is like, actual great interview questions not just being
0: they said that like, i don't even read that article that's nice <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, man um, i get so much press these days you know how it is
0: yeah <laughs> that's how you got my first manager and stuff like it did, but it, but it was cool it was reassuring to be like oh cool yeah, yeah. i just have to do whatever i want to do right and things right, will right, follow right? right and so it was reassuring in that way because i think for a long time i was like how do i get a manager how do i make them like me but it's like no, nah, nah, just do whatever you want to do yeah and if it's dope they'll come to you and it that, like, I got a lot of confidence from that, you know?
2: Right. That's amazing. From... So, I mean, that that podcast, like, you're getting articles written about it. Got you a manager. Cash Cuties. It's new, but it already seems like it's getting heat. Like, you already have... You guys have fans that just Venmo you money, That which it's is... hilarious, dude. Crazy. We just ask
0: people at the beginning of the podcast. We Venmo us, dude. That's, it's wild. Yeah,
2: that's a great... Yeah, that's crazy. a great scam. That is a great scam. <laughs> oh, my God. So, real quickly, this will be a quick segment. Um, red flag or green... What is... What are some podcasting red flags and green flags? Like, you, someone asks you to do a podcast, or you, you listen to a podcast. What are some red flags of a podcast? What are green flags of a podcast?
0: Um, this is like podcasting, but also with like stand-up comedy show. Anytime someone asks me to do anything, if you don't send me all the information all at once, I'm like, this isn't produced well. Yeah. Okay, like pitch me. Like, oh, what time is it? Yeah. When is it? What is it about? Send me some links. Like, yes. If you do that, then I'm like, okay, you're buttoned up. So then like even if your podcast isn't that big, I'm like, okay, like this isn't gonna be a waste of my time. Right. Because you care about this. You shows me you care. So that's like a red flag for me if you're just like, hey, you wanna do my podcast? And I'm like, okay, but when, where, what is it? You know right, what? Saying? Right. Um, another red flag, I don't know. I don't get asked to be <sighs> I'm like kind of a stickler about like tech stuff because like I love tech shit. Like I love, Uh I love setups and stuff. So if I show up and it's like, you know, they don't got the right gear, you know, um, that kind of bothers me a little bit, you know. But you guys just one GoPro in the corner that they're
2: (laughs) filming off of. Yeah, they're wearing a GoPro on their head. Yeah,
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah, yeah. like a selfie video the whole time. I know.
1: Um, Yeah, I don't know what else. I think like. Hmm, hmm, hmm. The booking stuff is important though Because I, I whenever I try to book people I, Even if it's a paragraph Like yo I got the show at, at X venue I'll say you know 10 minutes for 25 bucks At 8pm Can you Even just yes. that simple It makes it sentences. easier for me to say yes or no yeah. 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 yeah Versus like Even if you don't have the exact dollar amount Say it's paid or say it's not even yeah. I've done shows I mean, I'll do unpaid spots all the time, but like, it's just nice to know when someone, like, I can't pay you. It's like, oh, shit, it's for the love or whatever. It's yeah, 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 me. yeah. Absolutely. Almost more eager to do that because they're upfront versus someone like, you do a show, you just, they just wave at you after the show's over, like, I'll holla at you. It's like, oh, I guess I right. Yeah. Money.
0: For sure. I feel like these days, too. Um, I mean, I'm unemployed right now, so I'll do podcasts. But when I was busy, like, I wouldn't always want to do podcasts that, like, didn't have, like, a strong premise. It's like, like, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. funny because you're, like, looking into my life. So that's very funny. And that's I can see why <laughs> people want to listen to it. No, but it's like, that's a funny, right, you have an angle. That. But, like, people are like, yeah, it's just like, we just shoot the shit. And I'm like, okay, if we're going to shoot the shit, I can't do it unless your podcast is already big. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, right. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. no one's going to listen to this, you yeah, know? Yeah, fact. Um, So, again, I, I think it ultimately a red flag is just be like, do you care? Like show me that right. you care about your work and right. then I'll, I'll happily right. join. But like shoot the shit means I don't want to do anything. I don't yeah. want to do work. Right. You know? Right. That
2: makes yeah. sense.
1: The shoot, the shit days are, are past us in podcasts. Yeah. You can, yeah, yeah. Unless I you're
2: mean, literally like Taylor Swift could do I know. that. But People like,
0: need to know I'm a, I'm a white card holder and I'm right. a 4.0 student. Exactly. Okay. Like I, I need you to have your shit together. You know? Exactly.
2: I love it. Uh, one more date? yeah, well, let's get one more date in. Um, so I, bu- I believe is August August 1st, 2021 is when you moved to L.A. Yes. Um, and so I know you got the Corden job in March, but it started off remote. Yes. And so that is what brought you out to L.A. writing on The Late Late Show for James yes. Corden. Yes. Um. So, yeah, I've, I would love to just hear the experience of getting that, like the, the submission process and uh, what that was like transitioning from New York to L.A., very different comedy scenes.
0: Yeah, that was kind of weird and random. I feel like um, I'm a big... I'm really into simulation theory. I feel like whoever my guy is, I think he just threw me a bone, to be honest. Because I've submitted so many packets for so many shows. And I never hear back. And so when I was asked to do this... I was like, sure, but I'm like not really gonna take this seriously because I never get it. So I went on vacation to Hawaii and I was hanging with my my homies out there, like surfing, like on the beach hanging yeah. out. And I I I like every day I would like they give me like a week to do it. So every day I would write like a couple jokes on my phone. Yeah, yeah. And then like on the airplane back, I like organized everything together. On the airplane? I did it on I the airplane. I paid I paid like for that. Wi-Fi. I did it on the airplane. Wow. And then like I had a couple like segment ideas together. I remember like one of the songs I pitched, cause they like they wanted um. They wanted like parody song ideas because yeah. like James is really into that. Right. This is the this is the time when like Trump was getting impeached for the second time, <laughs> so I, I pitched a song called like Impeachment and Cream or something like that, or Impeaches and Cream. And ah, you know, I was like that song, but it's you know whatever. That's and funny. like, I, I thought that on the plane, and I just did it, and then I submitted it, and I didn't hear back for a while, and then like the writer's assistant contacted me directly, so my manager didn't even know I was like interviewing for a minute. What? Um, so that was crazy. I don't know. I mean, I think, like, to be honest, it's weird talking about it because, like, it was such, like... It really feels like a dream. I'm not there anymore. They actually uh, fired me on Asian American Heritage Month. What's good?
2: Oh, <laughs> <that's> <laughs> that was James Corden. Cr- that is
0: um, But, like, you know, not getting renewed in late night is, like, fairly common. So it's, like, whatever. Yeah. But, uh... It's like, I I remember when I was, when I started comedy in 2014, I remember a part on Unchirla I got a job writing for either Seth Meyers or Found or something. Wow. And she was like on the up and up. Yeah, and up. yeah, yeah. And I remember me and my friends at open Mic being like, man, that's so cool. A partner's like doing her thing. That's so awesome. Like, she's so funny. And I remember me being like, you know, I don't think I could ever write for Late Night because like, I, it's very American in the way that like, Jay Leno is—it's it's a very iconic American thing, yeah, and right. I never watched it growing up. I don't think it's that funny, right. you know. Who's really watching it? I don't know. Like Midwestern moms, I guess. And so, like, <laughs> I, I know it's a good job for right. wide demographic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for I sure. Love you like. Followers. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, like people love like Fallon and Corden, like they're just like teachers who are like 40 in like Illinois, you know, yeah, right. um, which is a huge, fa- you know, uh, demographic. But like, <laughs> like so, so when I got an interview, I'm like, this is insane, like, yeah. I'm never gonna get this. So I did an interview. And um, I like made them laugh. I interviewed the head writers first. And so the, I, I made them laugh in the process. Ian Carmel, Carmel? Yeah, Ian and Lauren Greenberg. And then they like after my interview, like gave me some tips. And like the next round is going to be with James and the executive producers. Like just have like more pitches ready in case they ask or whatever. Mm-hmm. So like they were like rooting for me. So that was mm-hmm. really nice. And I had like, I just prepared more pitches. And then like met James. And like everybody was really nice. And then they're like, we did like another interview. And they just told me that I got it. Nice. Which was cool. But it was my first writer's room. And then it was, but it was over Zoom for right. like so, six months. And it was like awesome. so awkward, man, because I feel like I just remember thinking, like, the writer's room is like intimidating as it is because you're sort of fighting for attention you gotta be riffing fucking shitting on people your first one ever on zoom i'm like i don't know you guys and they're all making fun of each other like i'm like i don't Uh, i'm not gonna be like nice fucking sweater dude like i don't know you dude (laughs) like i'm not gonna say anything because i don't fucking know you and so i felt like they thought i was like really quiet for a while but like you you basically pitch in the google docs okay and i remember like on my second day being like oh i'm gonna get fired like "I, i can't do this because like it's so funny a lot of late night television. I'm not... This is not me shitting on Late Night television, but, like, the crux of it is puns. Everything is puns. Yeah, right. Everything is puns. Yeah. It's all wordplay. That's where, like, everything stems from. Yeah. So, I remember, like, the second day with the pitch ideas for Keith Urban. So, people were like, Keith Suburban or whatever. And I'm like, this is not the kind of yeah, comedy yeah, I yeah. really do. I feel like right. you should have known that watching my videos and stuff. Right. And so, as the time went on, like, I, I got better at it and I got better at pitching and stuff. But, like, ultimately... I don't think it was ever, like, a perfect fit. Yeah. And so it didn't end up working out. But, like, it was fun. And I it felt like comedy grad school. I definitely got a lot better at, like, writing monologue jokes. Like, cause I remember the first day, like, you're supposed to write, like, we get like, ten topics. You're supposed to write three E's. You're supposed to write, like, 30, 40 jokes in, like, an hour. And I remember I wrote, like, seven. And I was like, I can't fucking do this. And yeah. they are all shit. They didn't pick any of them. right. You know? But then, like, I remember my last day... Like, first of all, I, I was able to complete a bunch. And I remember on my last day, I got a couple jokes in. Yeah. Even on my last day at work. And I remember thinking, like, okay, like, this wasn't a waste of time. Yeah, like, yeah, I did yeah, get yeah. Better, at got better at things. Right. And it's cool to see that, like, they can't take that away from me. Right. You know, the fact that I got better and faster. So that was cool. But, um, yeah, like, anyone who can do late night, like, shout out to you. I think, like, you just brain has to think a certain way. Yeah. People who are, like, I think a great late night writer is someone... You know that one comedian who's annoying as fuck who can't do stop being doing bits? yeah That guy. Right. That guy is good at late, right. Right? like dad Be- energy kind of. Because like, it's every day and you have to make something every the day. energy And that guy it. is actually really happy doing a bit real quick and it being done forever. Yeah. He doesn't can. want to write a pilot yeah, about can. that bit, you know. Yeah. Oh, because I guess.
1: You good uh, uh no, yeah. yeah. I, I i agree. I, I think um I've done a couple of those packets, of course, have not gotten that, that far. But I, I remember midway through the package, like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm I'm not going to get this. And if I did get it, I'd probably be kind of miserable. Yeah. Because it's not, I don't want to talk about Donald Trump every other night. Every time I don't want to, every time Donald Trump does something, I don't want to have to. Right. Oh, I got to make a joke about, about this real Yeah. That's what it, a lot of it ends up being is like, you yeah. know, and respect. But I think people. some people do,
0: you right. know, yeah. and I think like it's weird because sure. then you're like, what am I spending for the fame and money? And then you're like. If it's about money, I'll just go work at Google. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you like yeah, 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 remind yeah, yourself, like, yeah. why did I risk everything? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So it was a cool experience, but like, yeah, now I want to write for like narrative TV shows or whatever. Right. So that's what right. we're really focusing I think,
1: on. Yeah, I think that it's so interesting as people talking to people like yourself. And I was talk I was at a show last night and um talking to another comedian, Langston Kerman, who I think is dope and hilarious. I met him for the first time in person. Yeah. And you just get different levels of successful people and kind of just pick their brain. That's a lame term, but like where they're at with the industry. like The kind of things they want to do, whether it be stand-up, it's like, yeah, I don't really fuck with the clubs because of ABC Reason or I just want to do spots and tour. Or it's like, I'm really focused on being in the comedy store past and do spots there every night. Or if it's writing, it's like, yeah, I don't really give a fuck about late night. (laughs) Not saying you specifically, but it's in general. Like Some people just earn the right to be like, yeah, dog, I'm not really vibing with you know, doing this uh, multi-cam show on CBS or yeah. NBC, whatever, because it's like that's just not my style. Whereas some of us, or the people you ex- explain, is like there's dudes that love to write little bits about the senators and Donald Trump every single night, and that they get off on that. Yeah. So I think it's really just about
0: like I feel like at the heart of it, you just have to always go back to like, what do you want to do? Right. You should right, always right, be right. asking yourself. Right. right. Go Yeah. Going people back, forget yeah. that. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. why we. That's why we,
1: that's why we. That's why we don't have good jobs sometimes to do what the fuck we want to do which yeah, is yeah 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 and you can't get mad at anyone but yourself because you said yes 100 yeah. you know 100
2: and just being open to the the peaks and the valleys when it, i know your august 2021 was crazy moving to la writing for Corden, yeah. make your debut on colbert like late night spot like that was
0: oh yeah that was cool
2: that, that was, felt nice
0: i feel like i feel like uh You know, it's, there's not a lot of moments in comedy where you feel like ready or whatever, but I feel like that was like, okay, I've been doing comedy for like nine years. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to tell these jokes. You know, like that felt so nice. I remember like taking it back to my trumpet days. I remember I would do all these fucking, like when I was younger, I was super into music, but I wasn't that good at like trumpet and shit, but I was like, I practiced so hard, but like I'd get so nervous and I would do all these like competitions and I'd freeze up. And then when you freeze up, Your mouth won't, like, is not flexible. Yeah. So my Uh, trumpet sounds like ass. And it's so embarrassing because now I got to play this three three minute song, sounding like ass in front of my music teacher, my parents, like everybody. And it'd be so bad. And you get like a grade afterwards, and I would never get like an acceptable score because people are like, what is this? Like, who is he? Like, why is he here? Like, are you sure he's good? And I remember like when I did Colbert, I didn't have that. And it's like, oh, because I like put in the time and effort, like, I'm good at it. And so it was a nice comparison from like the days where I couldn't do something. To now I'm like I'm on the fucking Ed Sullivan stage Or whatever And it's like It's a piece of cake Because I do this every day You know
2: Right
1: It's so nice to hear Good stories about
0: (laughs) That was one It's one out of ten years I know (laughs) But I'm saying But still like It actually
2: happens It's like a good person Who works hard And I mean And and also I mean yeah Writing for Whether it's like The thing you want to do or not Like writing for a late night show That's about.
1: We were talking about Opening up I don't know if this is On the episode or not But before we are talking about uh, Andrew Dice Clay being someone mega, mega star Sold out Madison Square Garden Is now is like Not that anymore But it's like you, Would you rather be that person That said, yeah f- I sold out the fucking Madison Square Garden once
2: And then disappeared Or
1: disappeared Or the person who's never ever Touched these kind of stages In these right, rooms right. Like who know? you know Yeah Like you can shit on him If you want to But it's like bro was The guy for at least a moment You know Yeah, wait, why are people Shitting on Dice Clay? I feel like I just heard Like jokes and stuff here
2: people, and Like people make fun of used like, there He used, yeah, yeah, right. like, he used oh, to be like, like a big Hollywood and trope. now now And now he's Doing, and I'm like, well, I'm yeah. He's still doing clubs, and he used to, whatever. It's just like, yeah, it's it's you know, still. Like a Hollywood trope, moments. like, yeah.
1: Did you, know, you, you come like the, Brendan? I saw a better example, Brendan Fraser. I, uh, I was listening to a, a pot, Smart List, and people, some of the questions they're were asking were about like the guy from the Mummy.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah the yeah. the friend, was George of the Jungle, and he was—I mean, was he was just the, the guy. Yeah. He was the biggest movie star right. of that era. Yeah.
1: Like, and then he kind of like was—you know—just kind of chilling, not doing that big stuff. But it's like, yeah, dog, I was in like all the biggest movies of their fucking childhood, and yeah. so I took. You know, four or whatever eight years off, I guess, or just did a lot smaller stuff. Yeah. Now he's I think he's Oscar nominated for the whale or whatever. Yeah. It's like so like good. Just, I can't be the guy every single moment of my life. Right. You know right. So oh yeah, I'm we like,
0: always forget that you can't be the guy. And that's, every, that's a great that's a great mantra to live by.
1: Yeah. I don't know. We can end on that, I guess. We can end <laughs> on
2: that, I guess. No, I'm sorry. No, we. here <laughs> no, no. to get up. No, we appreciate you being with us, Fumi, telling your story. Uh, <laughs> the most musical of
0: what the. F- this is... How did you get that? Did you buy my earbook from a high school?
2: <laughs> I did you, not You buy.
0: had to... To get some of this information, you had to phone someone who went to my high school. That is the only way. That's Julie Michaels. Shout out. She went to University of Michigan for music. I, I hope she... She was really good. I hope she's doing music still. That, oh, my God. This is so cringe. The most the I most was so... Man. Music was my identity. I would always wear shirts with headphones on them.
2: <laughs> Isn't that so cringe, that, dude? That, that's, <laughs> that's very high school. Like... I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, so I have a Steelers lanyard, a yeah, Steelers yeah, hat, a Steelers windbreaker. I have no personality. Like, it was live. no high schooler has a, a personality. Player. Yeah. Um, where can they follow you? Yeah, where can they find you at? What projects do you want to promote? Tell the people. Oh,
1: please follow me on Oh, I'm home. sorry. Oh, no, actually, the last question, we've been forgetting to ask this question. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we always ask, I hate people ask, uh, like, what's next? What's next? Uh, we want to give you an opportunity to call out your shot. So, like just like we have all these old dates where we showed you certain things, We want to be able to use this little bite, sound bite to say, Oh, this is when I said I was gonna do this, and we can look back and say, Oh, it actually happened or it didn't happen. <laughs> this is like that Jim Carrey writing himself a check for ten million dollars. Exactly. Right, yeah, you check
2: for Literally. $10 million. That's so that's so
0: that's a cute. Way to, you guys like, are so cute. You know, I love that. This.
2: Um,
0: hmm, hmm, hmm. Like a goal. Yeah, a goal. It can a be theme, whatever, whatever. You know, my therapist always tells me not to set like goals like that. Like set value based goals, you know. Instead of being like, "I want a Netflix special," more yeah. like, "I want a dope ass hour." You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Right. Um. So I, I, yeah, I would say like I want. Uh, I feel like the hour I'm doing right now mm-hmm. is like a culmination of like from my early open mic days to whatever I'm now. right now, but like you know, I'm starting to tour a little bit, you know once that is sort of done i want i want to write like a brand new hour like shit the oldest joke from that hour should be from like when i was like 31 yeah, you know yeah. like 30s fumi like what is right. that all about you know and so I, i'm always inspired by people who like I'm, I'm such a slow writer but like i'm always inspired by people who write so much yeah the people, you know these people comics have always like a new tenor or whatever right. you know i'm trying to like work on that so like you know, whatever I put out next on YouTube or whatever, like, I just want it to be, like, a new hour of content, uh stand-up material that, like, I'm really proud of, and it's, like, a really good reflection of my life. Yeah. So oh, that's Love what that. I want. A brand new hour, baby.
2: Love that. And when that hour drops, where can they find you? What do we plug in? Oh, hell yeah. Uh...
0: Find me on all the socials At Abe. That's T-H-E-F-U-M-I-A-B-E Please Check out It's oh, almost my Venmo nah, If you want to Venmo me uh, Check out my podcast Cash Cuties uh, Available on all the platforms uh, It's where we have Our friends on And check out We uh, go through The credit card statements And we judge Their spending habits With love It's a real good time With, with Steffi Bake With Steffi Bake Check that out
1: This has been A phenomenal <laughs> episode <laughs> Thanks for coming bro I appreciate you Thank you for having me man
2: Thanks Fumi Alright
1: Wow, what a great human being, We we, we love Fumi. We love, we need t-shirts. We heart Fumi.
2: Oh, I would wear that in a second. And y'all really should, his his personal finance podcast, it's not a, like literally they look at their friend's credit card statement and like kind of roast them yeah. and like lovingly like, why are you spending money on this So Y'all check him out, check out his content. He's very funny, brilliant yes. guy.
1: Speaking of good premises, that's a good premise of a show that's unique, it's different. Um, he has he has a covid joke that legitimately made me lol and <laughs> in, in today's times of it being kind of played out that shit is funny um you heard heard the covid joke, I know, vaccine I'm... joke probably can't say this now that the video get demonetized for saying the c word but anyways it's funny it's a good good joke
2: yeah you have to check it out uh, i love i love hearing people's story i mean this is again why we're doing a deep dive of interesting people like it's yeah, like it's, it's funny to hear people's beginnings like, uh, it's just a band kid, but whatever, and then all of a sudden you go to NYU, you walk into an open mic, and then yeah. you're hearing a story on – he wrote his – for people that are not in entertainment, like, yeah, you get so many more no's. And so the fact oh, that he just casually wrote, and he got a lot of no's apparent from what he said, the yeah. fact that he was just writing his submission packet for James Corden right. on the airplane, just like, all right, I'll throw it together and got the job. Like that. Yeah, that shows that he's a dog. Like,
1: it also shows too. Like sometimes we overthink. Like, you know, I, I had a self tape last night, and I was talking to my rep, one of my rep. Uh, sorry,
2: real quick. For self tape is an audition. You, yes. they, they give you the lines, they give you the part, and instead of going into audition, you tape it. Sorry exactly. for all my, for all us. I didn't know what a self tape was, so for all the people that don't no, know, yeah,
1: thank you for that. So literally, I did it last night after a show. I'm sorry, but to backtrack, I was talking to my manager. Uh, and on last Monday, and I, I've been doing a bunch of these. And Real. literally they said the one that I got a, a request for a veil, So it wasn't like a book or anything. It was like they they got it and replied back uh, something. It was one that I knew was like super shitty. I thought it was. Right. And I was like, it didn't just help me. And then hearing him explain that just now, you just realize how like you kind of just have to get out of your own way right? before anything can really happen for you like you can't overthink it when it's your time it's your time when you have the whether it be the look or the sound or the style or whatever or the things to say whatever art it can be stand-up it can be you can be a fucking writer whatever yeah Uh, a a builder starting your own bakery yeah all that stuff entrepreneur you can't overthink it with what everybody else might think or whatever and i think that's the biggest Lesson from our conversation with Fumi is like you have to make the things that you want to make. Right. And like you said, whether you're an entrepreneur or you're starting to you're starting building your own gym or you're whatever, if it feel like it's the gym that you want to make that that makes you feel good or you can service your community the best, whether it's CrossFit or you know rehabilitation or it's cookies, whatever the fuck it is, you got to make the things that Definitely. you want to make. Versus, well, I think this community will only gravitate towards this thing. Right. I'm so gonna make this cheesy thing
2: yeah you still still put in your effort still try hard but it's like yeah it it always ends up being
1: all right i just kind of
2: like even a silly example but like the social media videos i'm like i'm literally sitting down to use the toilet and i'm like oh that'd be funny like i forgot about that story that'd be funny to share yeah yeah and then i just do it real quick don't even think about it and boom that's the one that's five million dollars or five million dollars five million views yeah and the ones where i'm like okay i'm gonna use this very like Clickbait title, and that's going to be perfect. And do this, and then it's yeah. and that's the one that gets like twenty thousand views compared to the five million. Right. So it's definitely like, yeah, just if be pure, all right. Be follow follow your dream.
1: Any any last words, my guy? Uh,
2: last words, last words. Um, you know, always use your blinker. I'm sick of people just cutting me off without a blinker. Oh my
1: god, I was. I don't know if it was the morning traffic. I was on my motorcycle. People were driving so bad today. <sighs> this is a very LA thing. I don't know. I'm just bitching now. let me get in the podcast. I'm just. I, I just got annoyed thinking about how bad people were driving. Yeah. Shout out to everybody living. Live, live, laugh, love.
2: Live, laugh, love. Use your blinkers.
1: Follow, subscribe, all that stuff. Uh, call back podcast, uh, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube.
2: Yeah, and I know every podcast is saying this, but for real, reviews help. Yes. Tell a friend about it. Yes. Um. And email us callbacks callbackspod at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram, callbackspod.
1: Yeah, we want and to engage yeah. with y'all if it's questions, funny stories, funny little dates, here and there, whatever. We'll fucking read it or talk about it or maybe make give us bonus episodes, whatever. So just we don't know what we want from you people yet, but just give us stuff. We'll, Look we'll at- Here's what I
2: want. I want you to do a deep dive on yourself, not to the level I do it, but go back, scroll back through your earliest social media posts. Yeah, and you'll be surprised at how embarrassing and cringy it is. So, send us your first Instagram photos where they're terrible, and send them into us. We'll we'll playfully roast you about it. Uh, give us some dates in your life. We'll talk about it. We love you. Get home safe.
0: Mm-hmm.